in 2012, writer Jason Aaron embarked on a quest to reshape the God of Thunder for the modern age. Together with superstar artists like Isad Ribic, Russell Dodderman, and more, Aaron would take readers on a journey into mystery, and the mightiest Avenger would never be the same. The Geeksplained Book Club proudly presents The Days of Thunder. Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geeksplain Book Club and part five of the Days of Thunder, where every single Friday I, alongside my fellow Warriors 3, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Jason Aaron's Thor. And this week, we are tackling... A story off the beaten path. We are taking a break from the saga of the mighty Thor as we venture into the misadventures of the Odin son. As I, alongside Malcolm Russell Nelson and Jacob Brown, are going through the unworthy Thor. And I am, of course, joined by the only two men who I would trust to also get captured by the Collector and fight our way out. First off, he loves eating bad guys. It's Jacob Brown. No, 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 sack lunch. No, 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 no. And the man who I would willingly offer my hammer to, Malcolm Russell Nelson. I'm not worthy of that, but thank you. <laughs> I need Gentlemen. my own hammer. My own hammer is calling me. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, we have made it to the Unworthy Thor, and we have also made it to the release of Thor Love and Thunder. Um, This week, dear listener, you can get not just a double dose, but a triple dose of Mighty Thor goodness because, and this is a shameless plug for a podcast that I love and that is near and dear to my heart, you can not only watch Thor Love and Thunder, you can not only listen to this week's session of the days of thunder but you can also go right on over to the comics collective podcast where this week they covered the entire mighty thor run they are doing what we did but actually efficiently and squeezing it all into one episode it's too much it's too much it's too much it's It's too too much much. too much for our mortal brains but Thankfully, over in New Asgardia, they are they're they're all worthy enough to tackle that entire saga. So go check out their episode this week. They are lovely. Dallas Ann and Lexi are amazing. Much love to them. But over here in old Asgard, we're talking about the saga of the Odinson and the mystery surrounding who is going to wield the ultimate Mjolnir. Hell yeah. I have it's been man. waiting to talk about this. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. love this book so much. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it drives. Cool. This it it drives. It drives all night. <laughs> it drives. <laughs> drives in neutral. Yeah, it gets yeah. in the car. It doesn't even need a key. It just hits a button and then it just drives. Oh wow! We're Don't really even need to put it into drive. You just put it in yeah. a neutral. It'll drive itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Just, yeah, yeah. T- just tap the pedal with your foot. Just tap it. And it'll just go. Just tap it. And it'll just, just, ju- just, 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 think, go and it just think go and it goes. Exactly. And it goes. It drives. Yeah. It drives. That's how good this car is. You can even sit in the back seat and just like lay back at like a Tesla as it you just could. goes forward. Yeah. You could. If I was, if I was one of those like memeable car salesmen, I'd slap the hood of this car and go, you can fit so much love and thunder in this thing. It'll drive itself. <laughs> <laughs> and this, that's, that's, that's what the story truly is about this story truly is about love and it thunder. truly is about love and thunder which is really this strange is about, this is about a rejected ex this is about somebody trying to dig himself out of a breakup yeah mm-hmm. yeah this is this is someone who needs a rebound really he badly. comes out of he Aww. comes out of this with a haircut and everything yeah this is him yeah. getting out of a really bad <laughs> breakup it's full on the first like it, it's the entirety he, of forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh yes, my is. god. <laughs> yes, oh it my is. God. I didn't like, even think about that. Penis wagging and everything. That's what this book is. Like, like Beta Ray Bill is his wingman throughout the entire thing. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. He has a wingman, you know, to pick him up off the couch and be like, hey, let's go do <laughs> stuff. Like, let's get you out there. Like, yeah, it's great. You know? Yeah. This this comic it is one of my favorites that we're covering for this series purely because there is 100% more Beta Ray Bill than we've had so far. Hell yeah! Yes, In his best design. Ah, arguable. It's, it's um, Beta Ray Bill's best design. Ah, it's, it's arguable. It's I don't so like it. Uh, I don't know about that. It's cute. Um, it's clean! How, it's, it's cute. How It's very clean. It's very clean. It's very modern looking. But how can you read Daniel Warren Johnson's Beta Ray Bill Oh and no! Tell you're, me you're that right. Isn't the best look for Beta okay. Ray Bill? Okay, okay. I apologize. I apologize. You're right. I was I was thinking so hard about the current one with the like. Yes, that one is not the, great with the pompadour thing that yeah, I, I the, the, the big Roman. Yeah, looking, I, I yeah I get really it. detest that look, and so that was uh, the only like real big comparison I was thinking. You're right. I was really you're sad right. in this week's uh, Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor issue to see him still rocking that look. Ugh, I'm I like, it doesn't so this much. take place after this? This is why Sif doesn't date him. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Jackass hey. hey. Yeah, I'm going there. That's I'm going there. Raw. Hey, that's still, that's still raw. That's still I think it's really raw. interesting that we have two really good breakup stories. <laughs> <laughs> one is this one, Mighty Thor. Where Beta Ray Bill is the wingman, and then the other one is the Beta Ray Bill book, where Beta Ray Bill is having a real rough go of it. <laughs> That's a really good breakup story too, listeners. If you haven't read it, read Beta Ray Bill. It's fucking whips. <laughs> oh god, it's so good, gorgeous, <laughs> so good. I, f- I feel like on some other world, Jason Siegel would have been a good Thor. Uh, I think Jason Siegel will be a great Beta Ray Bill, actually. Yeah, I was gonna say. You know what? You're not right. You know, Jason Siegel will actually be a very good Ben Grimm as well. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he basically just really hire Jason Siegel. He rules. Yeah. 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 Jason Siegel. Uh, go wa- go watch him in Winning Time. It's it's amazing. Nice. Mm-hmm. He's he's fantastic at that show. Did you ever check him out in that uh, show that he did on How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, the AMC one. I have not watched that weird like sci-fi one. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched Sally Fields. Sally Fields. I forgot what it's called, but it has Sally Fields and um, uh, Andre Three Thousand and uh, Oh My Boys in that. Yes, it's so good. It was um, it was just one season. I thought they were going to do more of it, but. to check it out, listeners, if you like Jason Siegel, it's a series that he created himself. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It was through an, an actual experience that he had where he, where like um, you had to follow the secret code and meet secret people and, and be a part of like a secret group and everything like that. It was a bunch of, it's very fun. And um, you have to go around and solve clues and things like that. It was like a dispatches large. Dispatches from everywhere. Dispatches from elsewhere. There you go. I, mean, yeah. I kept thinking St. Elsewhere. And I was like, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dispatches from elsewhere. There you go. Check yeah. that out. It's a I was great just looking through his filmography and I'm like, you know what? If you haven't lately, go back and watch Freaks and Geeks. And also, I love you, man. I love that movie. Too watch bad. I Love You, Man. Watch Watch I Love You, Man. I Love You, Man is so good. I Love You, Man is such a good movie. It's such a good movie. Thank you for joining us on our Jason Siegel like uh, portion here. Of yeah. The, I forgot what we were even talking about. I think we should just... Uh, uh, Thor, I think. What? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, tune in. Tune in next time for more Jason Siegel adventures, and we will Siegel you later. So yeah, unworthy Thor. Let's talk about this. Do you think his fans are called a flock of seagulls? You know, if they're if they weren't already, they are now. We have we have created. Uh, first of all, trademark uh, Geese Playing Book Club Days of Thunder, um, twenty twenty two. We have now added two new terms to the lexicon it drives yep. and, and jason seagulls seagulls a flock of seagulls yeah a flock of jason seagulls awesome <laughs> we call that a tuesday um yeah, so unworthy baby. thor remember <laughs> unworthy <laughs> thor this was a five issue mini series uh written by jason aaron of course with art by olivier coipel i love olivier coipel's art Mm-hmm. Um, art yeah. also by uh, Kim Jacinto uh, mm-hmm. and Fraser Irving and Isad Ribic and Russell Dodderman a little bit in there as well. Um, yeah. Colors by Matthew Wilson, Matt Milla and Fraser Irving as well, uh, as well as uh, Matt Lopez and Jay David Ramos. I fucking love this book, man. I love this is my favorite look for the Odinson by the end of this. We'll talk about it more when we get there. But uh, yeah. I, I love this book to death. So let's let's talk about this. Also, listeners, you're welcome for only giving you five issues to read <laughs> yeah. this week instead of the 12 <laughs> to 14 that we've been doing for the past four parts. Yeah, Come on. I know you guys have been busy uh, protesting and marching, and we wanted to... And thank you very much uh, for that. Respect that. Yes. And thank you very, very much for doing that. So. so let's talk about some Unworthy Thor. Chapter one, The Hammer from Heaven. Quick recap, ladies and gentlemen. We found out at the end of last week that the Odinson is being kept on a ship somewhere alongside the stolen land of old Asgard nearby the fallen ultimate Mjolnir, which survived the collapse of reality and also made its way from the Thor's miniseries from Secret Wars to our new Earth 616. It's all connected. It's all connected. Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. Uh, 23, 23, everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And so we catch up with our boy, the Odinson, as he is making his way out of his captivity. And he's looking rough, guys. Because I need you. And I miss you. (laughs) And now I wonder. 
If I should fall boom, into boom, the sky, boom, boom, will you read time boom, to boom, pass boom. me by? Right, no more, and no more. You know to pay. I no more. We have to pay for the song. Guys, I could guys. just lift guys, you tonight. <laughs> Dick, uh, I think the copyright people have just completely shut us down now. That's okay. Podcasts <laughs> are the Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> so Thor is trying to fight his way out of the uh, out of his captivity. These guards on their little flying discs are trying to stop him. And again, Thor's looking rough. He's got his breakup beard. His hair's looking real, real ratty. He's lost his shirt. He's having a rough time. <laughs> He's also looking a little thicker. A little thicker. Little thicker. He's been little drinking thicker. a lot of mead. He's been drinking belly. a lot of mead. And real quick, I just want to. Oh, yeah. I just love Olivia Coppel's art. I just so good. The motion, it's so good. The motion of it all, like those those guards speeding around on their little discs. You know, like the motion of it is yeah. so cool. And we talked about before Asad Ribic's uh, surprised faces. Yeah, Olivia yes. Coppel's angry shouting faces yeah. are the best they are so good face so thor is unfortunately unable to escape his captives the numbers overwhelm him and we see that he hasn't been trying to escape the ship that he is being held in he is trying to make his way to a hammer this is like a dark version of the first thor movie where he yes. fights his way through that shit shield complex yes Ooh, yeah i love that, that I... sequence if you haven't it, lately, I, go back fan. and watch the first Thor movie. Oh, it was great. It I drives. actually, re- yeah, it really does. I spent a little time. I spent a little time to rewatch all of those Thor movies, including like even Infinity War and Endgame, just to get like ready for this movie. The full journey. It was a it's great full journey. It really is actually fun. That first Thor movie, well shot Thor. movie, mm-hmm. very Canted well shot. Ang- Canted well angles all over the place, and I love it. It looks good in Canted angles. <laughs> yeah. No amount of Dutch angles are going to be able to make me ignore those dyed eyebrows. However, I just I can't I can't I don't see know past the eyebrows. About. I don't know what you're talking about. Move on. So three months later, <laughs> or three months earlier, rather, on the surface of the moon, we see that uh, we we find out that Thor has arrived on the moon because there have been some reports of some satellites being eaten by something, mm-hmm. and he shows up. And this look for him with tooth nasher is just i mean it's a great reveal of him again he's still looking a little ratty still looking a little he's he's yeah, definitely not rocking. as ratty mm-hmm. not as ratty he's still rocking his uh his breakup bod mm-hmm. but yeah i just like seeing him with his goat man i just yeah. i like it it's a lot of fun that, that's yeah, been really tight. cool and he's so, got his he's got his sweatpants on. Yeah. That's the thing. Again, this, 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 is, this is lockdown Thor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. It really Beard. is. Using his blanket draped over him. He's shirtless with his sweatpants. Yeah. He went through a lockdown breakup. Like <laughs> That's all this. Book that's is. awful. That's what it's it. That's breakup. what it was. That's yeah. awful. Like <laughs> if if I if I could equate this troll eating goat to my cat this was me in the year of 2020 (laughs) shirtless and sweatpants palling around with my my animal yeah for most of the year (laughs) (laughs) seeing hearing reports about satellites being taken down (laughs) we were all there we all remember it and if you don't remember it you just weren't paying attention 
If you don't remember it, you're lucky. And so <laughs> I envy you. the, you know, uh, the troll nest is found by Thor. Thor begins to make his way through them. However, Ulick, king of the trolls, is also there. Knuckle duster motherfucker. Knuckle duster motherfucker. <laughs> well, what's interesting is he looks bigger here than he does in Mighty Thor. Because we've been seeing him this whole time. He's you know, it's all Rock. proportional. Dario Agger's just bigger. fairly tall. I wonder if he's just bigger on the moon. What if he's just bigger on the moon? You think everybody just like stretches? Maybe. Due to the lack of gravity? Maybe that's how trolls su- survive on the moon. I need to go to the moon. I need to go to the moon. I might be able to hit 510. I <laughs> My dream height, ladies and gentlemen, for anyone who five didn't ten? ask. 510. Really? Five, really? What are you at right now? I'm sitting at a sultry 5'5". Five five. If I could just add okay. five inches to my height, just stretch out. My life would be probably about the same because I do everything on a microphone. But I would be definitely happier because my head would be able to reach door frames easier. Listen, Eric, if it makes you feel any better, I've also recently been trying to add five inches to my life, and I found this really good supplement that I don't know if it works <laughs> for height, but it does work for other. <laughs> Which brings us to our sponsor this week, <laughs> Vita Rays. <laughs> a technology that was uh, pioneered by Dr. Erskine back in the 1940s. Vita Rays are oh, where you need to go. That's Three, totally got to be a thing in the Marvel it's, universe. It's got to be right, even if it's not. Even if it's one of those like placebo drugs, it's got to be. Like, have you ever wanted to feel like a super soldier? <laughs> Take some Vita rays. There's got to be like Iron Man condoms out there that'll like put a suit of armor on. Straight up. <laughs> put a suit of armor yeah. around your world. There's like, exactly. There's like a poster of Captain America going like, I want you to think about safer sex. <laughs> there's got to be. Oh my God. I want you to walk or look both ways before crossing the street. <laughs> how many how many of these do i have to make <laughs> how many more that was the realest shit that was so good yes yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite uh, so how many good. more of these do i have to do in the goofy avengers costume uh-huh it was it's so good so back I with just, the odinson yeah. um odinson he is fighting his way through as many of these trolls as he can and actually does a fairly good job until they're able to escape, he does. There's this great moment Jesus. where Ulick escapes on their little flying ship, and Thor just straight up chucks his axe, just chucks Yarnbjorn after them. You know, you know when somebody like fucks up your your shit, and they drive off, and you throw your axe at them as they're driving away. Like, yeah. we've all been there. We've all done that. Oh, like, yeah. Thor yeah. does it. I've lost yeah. my axe multiple times on doing that. Oh, you gotta stop you. losing your axe. I know, man. You gotta okay. put a strap on that thing or something. Exactly. So, so there's the axe just this. My penis. Uh, so, <laughs> God damn it. So, Thor is just kind of left there on the moon. I love this moment where he's just sitting there as they sail away. He's just like, "Here's Nasher, go get my axe." he he has to wait for the goat to go get his axe and he just like sits down on the moon and it was actually here that i just all of a sudden the music cue came up with the 
thinking about mule deer like you're beautiful <laughs> you're beautiful reaching out for him you're beautiful <laughs> i just i just love you like flying away on the ship like nelson just like ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> that's straight big. up what he's doing <laughs> too pointing at him Oh. He's like, huh, nice throw, Odin, son. You were aiming for the stars. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loser, dude. You idiot. <laughs> Fucking loser, bro. I also, I also, just for, for everyone to know, whenever I read Ulick, I only hear Michael Dorn. That's uh, absolutely fair. Yeah. Michael Dorn is perfect casting yeah. for Ulick. <laughs> That is some Calabacness that I needed right now. Yeah, it's mainly because he looks like Calabac. It's really, yeah, I totally agree with that. <laughs> you know, Michael Dorn wouldn't be a bad choice for Beta Ray Bill either. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, he would be really good, actually. That would be fantastic. Just hire Michael Dorn is what yeah, we're saying here. Agree. So Odinson, while lost in thought, is visited by the Unseen. Now, we've, <laughs> we've talked about him before. Uh, specifically, Malcolm has talked about it before. Uh, this is the former Nick Fury, who is now essentially the new Watcher. Basically, and the Spectre, right? That's what it kind of basically. Looks like. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He Spectre, looks like the, the Watcher. He's got one eye he's got with some Kirby weird... lines on his chest. Kirby lines. Yep. <laughs> the Kirby and lines. I love it. And it's really funny because, like, in this conversation, like, Odinson doesn't pick up on the fact that this is Nick Fury. No, which is hilarious. No yeah, because no one, that entire time, no one knows that he's the unseen. Which is funny because I don't know if they actually do any work like in universe to like change his voice, right? Because but, like, like you, you, you would expect like you see this guy and you hear like I am the unseen. Where for me, all I'm hearing is like I am the unseen. I'm the unseen. I see all <laughs> all the beauty and the horror. All the secrets and sins exactly. forevermore. And Odinson would just be like, fucking Nick Fury? Like, hold up, hold up. You Lift up your head, homeboy. <laughs> you whispered in my ear, you motherfucker. You did this. So basically, uh, the Unseen tells him, hey, yo, I know you are uh, upset about your hammer. There's another, homeboy. You just gotta go find it. Mm-hmm. And he basically tells him, like, where would a hammer for Thor go if it wasn't with Thor? And so we get this beautiful moment, or this beautifully illustrated scene where Thor just does not eat. He jumps onto Tooth Nasher's back, and they just sail off into the cosmos. And this reminded me so much of another banger of a comic this year, um, Super Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, which mm. uh, just... It makes me want to see a Bilkis Evely Thor book. I think specifically like Mighty Thor or Jane or uh, uh, Sif, like in the same way that Daniel Warren Johnson was born to draw Beta Ray Bill, I mm-hmm. feel like Bilkis Evely would do incredible with Asgard. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Just the world and everything like that. Yeah. 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 Just the cosmos and everything. So 
Odinson arrives at where old Asgard used to be, and in fact, it is not there anymore. It has been taken. But what he does find is an ally. Mm. Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, baby! Hot daddy! God damn, that horse face can get it. Now, I want to ask both of you, because I've seen different interpretations of it, including in the action figure that I have of this specific costume. Of this design, which I'm going to buy, because I, I... It rules. It's very... It, and I want that. It's very difficult to find, but it is yeah. incredible. Worth every penny. Um, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker is typically seen as, like, a smaller version of... It's, like, it's a Mjolnir-sized hammer. Yes. Though, yeah. in other books and in fact with the action figure that i have it is like it's got a long handle right? it's like mcu stormbreaker size yeah do you prefer a stormbreaker that's smaller and more compact like this or something that like could be wielded like an axe smaller more compact um i kind of i'm not really sure i kind of like the fact that you can I like the as a D&D fan, I really like my weapons being <laughs> versatile is what I really do. Sure. Yeah. Want to be a great weapon master, I got you. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's it, it you can do a lot more with like two hands and stuff with it and, and you can still wield it with one hand too, but um yeah, I like I like the two-handedness like from the MCU. I think that's kind of neat. It's just it's just slightly longer. It doesn't need to be like a fucking like quarter staff size yeah. long thing it just <laughs> needs to be just slightly longer enough to just like have two hands on it and it's very much like an axe like yeah makes sense yeah, i, I it kind of depends on the art artist for me because i think like drawn like this i mean quapel has such a mastery on anything having to do with thor yeah it's the thing you can do whatever the hell he wants but right. yeah so beta ray bill is basically telling him hey look asgard's gone I know who stole it and why they took it. But before we get to that, I know you don't have a hammer and I know that you've been feeling unworthy. Take mine. That shit. That that last page. Yeah. Jesus. My guy. Everyone should strive to be as good a friend as Beta Ray Bill is. Yes. I completely agree with that because that was like the pinnacle point of this issue for me was just like, what a nice guy. (laughs) What a... That said, reading this hurt a little bit. After reading Beta Ray Bill, the series. Not just, not just Beta Ray Bill, but what happens to him beforehand in Donnie Cates' Thor? Reading yes. this hurt a little yes. bit because yeah. I know where this is going. And that relationship, I, I think, is... It's so interesting right now. In a really rough place, like a really upsetting place. I I, so I don't want to see the two of them on a page together. Like, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult it's because, difficult. listener, for those of you who don't know... Thor um, did some shitty shit. Thor yeah. did some shit. And Beta Ray yeah. Bill is at the, uh, the rough end of it. So go read the Donny Cates Thor run. It's fantastic. Go read uh, Beta Ray Bill by Daniel Warren Johnson. It is an instant classic and a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. Um, One of the greatest said, of the 21st century. I really do hope that we get to a point where they have to confront this and all of what's happened yes. between them. I would love like a five issue mini based on them. Yes. Doing that. I can be into that. So chapter two, the thief of Asgard um, has so many, uh, so many meanings 
for me. Um, <laughs> but basically, this kicks off with Thor giving the backstory for Beta Ray Bill for new readers. And Thor does the right thing. And he says, no, dude, that's your hammer. And even if, you know, even if I wanted it, I wouldn't be worthy of it. Which I love. I love mm-hmm. that they're in this place where they trust each other so implicitly. And that's when they are beset upon by some spaceships. And we get to see Beta Ray Bill just wielding the thunder, my guy. Like, there's there's a panel of him just, like, floating in the air with lightning crackling all around him after blowing up a ship. Hell yeah. That is my guy. That is my horse face guy. My man. Yeah. Love him. He's great. And so... uh, Odinson gets an eye on the grand ship that has sent these fighter jets and he makes his way up there, but not before being abducted thanks to basically being nuked by, (laughs) by, by this ship. They talk about like this bomb is 9 million years old. It was built by people who no longer exist on a world long since turned to ash. It's like, it's always been one of my rarest and most prized possessions. And let's see open the bay doors and let's see if I got my money's worth. And they just nuke the shit out of Odinson, Bill, and Toothnasher. And then we get the most haunting shit, a dream it's sequence. Horrifying. It is horrifying. This was scary. <laughs> so Thor wakes up and he has Mjolnir sitting on his chest and it is slowly digging into him because he's not worthy. And it breaks through him he is pinned by hundreds of hammers and then what is the face he sees after he has been dealt all these mighty blows it's fucking gore and if there's another person who can draw gore as terrifyingly as Asad Ribic it's Olivier Coppel yeah man that yeah. look in his eyes is terrifying that was, that yeah. was full that's full voldemort look right there yeah. that's what this is you know what's funny is i didn't realize how much gore looked like voldemort until i saw an interview with taika waititi talking about like his <laughs> design for the movie because he just looked like voldemort and i was like oh shit yeah he does <laughs> oh, shit. ray fine would be a good gore he would be a great thor or gore and i'll be honest with you he still looks like Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. He just looks like Christian Bale Voldemort with them thin ass lips I want to kiss. Yeah, it was yeah. thin ass what? Yeah. Christian Bale's hot. He's a hottie. He's got those lips. Daddy. Daddy? And that was Under the Cowl, the podcast then a podcast where Malcolm Russell Nelson thirsts after Christian Bale. It's not who you are. Boy, you do. That defines you. And who you do that defines you. Virgil! So <laughs> Thor wakes up, or Odinson wakes up from this dream to find himself a prisoner of the Collector. Tanelir Tavon. This is the guy right here. This is the guy. Look at that spread. Right, right? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That leg spread. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> he's sitting there. He's like, I own everything. Benicio could never. Benicio yeah. could never. Because Benicio is a totally different kind of eccentric. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Yeah. You know what? We we mentioned this movie earlier, and now I kind of would love it. Russell Brand as 
the collector. Russell Brand fits <laughs> the vibe of the collector in the comics more than Benicio del Toro does. Absolutely. Oh my god! Absolutely. We just we both covet what we don't have, darling. No difference between <laughs> yeah. us, of course. So I have almost everything anyone could possibly want, including you. Eric, Russell Brand is Mr. Sinister. Ooh, Ooh stop. That's pretty good. Oh, man. Oh, oh. 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 we just cracked the code. We just cracked the code. code. I thought you were going to go like full on Malekith, actually, with Russell Brand. Russell Brand as no. Malekith that, would be pretty fun. That would be pretty funny. That's what I thought. I don't know if he's as refined. Like that's 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 the thing, that's the thing that makes trashy. him so good as sinister because he's yeah. trashy trying to be refined. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, that's exactly. Fair. That's very. Fair. Uh, I'll I'll bring it up to um, if I ever, at any point in my life, when uh, talk to when Mister Kevin Feige, when um, I I will I would bring that up to him when hypothetically, you Kevin Feige. Hi- hypoth- if if hypothetically if that ever happened, hashtag Eric Wolverine in my life. Uh, so we find out that the collector stole old Asgard, but he broke ass Asgard. Broke ass Asgard. Oh my but god! But he didn't want broke ass Asgard. He no wanted one broke what, ass Asgard. <laughs> he wanted what was on it, what's landed on it, and we see the ultimate Fjolnir, which I have to make a very important point here. Has the inscription, Who, uh-huh. whosoever holds this hammer, if they be worthy, uh-huh. shall possess mm-hmm. the power of Thor. The first uh-huh. hammer to have that inscription upon it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. It's always either been he or That's she, it. as we have seen. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. means to me, I mean, we, we, love, we love a gender neutral Mjolnir. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We love it. The ultimate universe, everybody. Ultimate Better universe. Than you gave it credit for. One of the few <laughs> things we give a credit for. <laughs> it, it's openness. It's openness on sex, basically. Yes. And also if, Ultimate Kitty Pride. If oh, you yeah. guys haven't read it, read the Ultimate Thor miniseries. It was written by Jonathan Hickman and it's wonderful. Wait, what? And also oh. read the ultimate Ultimate Avengers by Jonathan Hickman. It is also yes. wonderful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And maybe necessary reading if you're trying to do your reading order for Secret Wars. Yeah. So yeah. Odinson is just like baffled by this. He's just like, there's another Mjolnir here. It's here. It's calling to me. Oh my God. I can be worthy. Like, just oh the God. most thirsty look. This man has never had a drink of water in his life. Come hither too. He, he's like, oh, mama, come on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> he's, he's the wolf in the cartoons with the big eyes. Aruga, Aruga. <laughs> the one leg. It's <laughs> full Tex Avery cartoon. That's what this yes. is. And so, Collector basically says, Yo, there's only one of these things, which means I need it. However, and he sends one of his guys to go pick it up, bursts into flames immediately, which we have never seen. This Mjolnir is much more violent in mm-hmm. its deeming of unworthiness mm-hmm. than amazing. mainline Mjolnir. <laughs> With oh, yeah. 616 Mjolnir, you just can't lift it. With Ultimate Mjolnir, if you try to pick it up, you die. It's the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Straight <laughs> up. Like crazy. Wow. And so Collector's basically like, look, we tried magic, 
we tried science. There's got to be a trick to it, and you're going to teach me how to pick it up. And Odinson's like, bro, I'm the unworthy one. Why did you come and get me, you dumb, you stupid idiot? What are you doing? <laughs> and Collector's like, okay, no problem. I get it. Hey, can you bring out that kid? And he brings out this small alien child, and he's like, I love this. check this out. Yeah. This is the only surviving son of the planet Daturius. Love it. Daughter yep. in love. Yep. Mm -hmm. This is the very last of his kind. Uh, tell me how to lift the hammer, or you can watch him die. And we get this scene from X-Men First Class, where <laughs> um, basically Odinson is trying to tell Kevin Bacon that he doesn't have the secrets that he wants. <laughs> while mustached Nazi Kevin Bacon tells him, starts counting down. That's funny. I was thinking it was the scene from Mission Impossible 3. That as well. Ooh, uh, yeah. where's the rabbit's foot, the rabbit's foot. <laughs> it's like please you, you got to think here you got to think here like <laughs> philip seymour hoffman would have been an interesting choice for the collector he would have been a vibe really good choice Ooh, that would have been a different like... vibe uh philip seymour hoffman would have been a soon. really good uh odin that would have been oh dick bag odin he would have been real dick bag odin yeah, <laughs> Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman as the collector reminds me of like Capote. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all it would be. It would just be him as Capote. <laughs> just him as Capote. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is very Owen Davian energy. So yes, one hundred percent. Like seven, seven. Like, you you got to think here. You got to do the right thing. You got to do the right thing here. I'm gonna kill you, and I'm gonna make her watch, and I'm gonna kill her. I'm gonna kill her right in front of you. Ugh. So we see as the countdown gets down to one, this beautiful moment where everything just kind of stops. Sound goes out and and ultimately, ultimate Mjolnir alights with lightning surrounding the room. And there's this like, for me, I, I've been, uh, because it's back, it's back on HBO. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Westworld soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this like right away the opening piano to the uh ramin dajwadi uh runaway cover that mm -hmm. he does yeah okay yeah. just the piano just the single piano notes as is that the... a running thing throughout that entire series it is I and i do, love like, it piano versions of hit songs piano, I watch the... or just like older older and versions it, yeah yeah that's interesting there's like an old western score version of paint it black and i love it too yeah that's in the first yeah. episode yeah. um that was really good i love uh, the yeah. uh I it's love the throughout that version. entire show yeah in that's uh really interesting. Yeah. In i love the, the piano version i'm uh, sorry i love the piano version of the house of the rising sun it yes like that the, as well it's on the the honky-tonk piano for a good while yeah in the uh in the second season they do that again with paint it black but it's all through japanese flutes and instruments mm -hmm. that's cool it's so good and the end of season one has um what is it uh uh ending music to a film oh uh, yeah 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 by, uh, what is that nirvana uh, uh yeah yeah they, they have like a very like old school like uh piano and violin version of it. it's it's great listen to that soundtrack ladies and gentlemen it's wonderful um but yeah, I just heard like piano notes as the lightning is surging around him and this great 
inner monologue where he's like, the storm rages around me, erupting from the hammer. The energy coursing through me feels strange, yet familiar. Then comes the rush of images and the roar of voices. This truly was the hammer of Thor. Another Thor, the son of another Asgard. Yet he fought with the same fury. He died with a hammer in his hand and the war, roar of battle on his lips. And the very same thunder is in his veins. This is the hammer of Thor. And I, I am. And then he gets shot in the back. Bam! I, I love the homage to the homage to Ultimate Thor in that panel. Showing mm-hmm. him with the Ultimates, showing him with the Thor core. Mm-hmm. Ultimate Thor rules. Ultimate Thor is a great character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So he's shot in the back and tased and sent unconscious. Um, I also, this is very much Philip Seymour Hoffman in this page. This is Octavian is full. Where Collector's just like, (laughs) put him in chains and leave the body where he can see it. He's like, what body master? And then he shoots the kid. From behind. Doesn't from even behind. look at the kid. Yeah. Looks from behind. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Like hammer will be mine, Odin's son. Mine and no one else's. <laughs> I love it. We cut to Earth at the Triskelion. Which is very interesting. <laughs> yeah, like what? <laughs> it said headquarters of the ultimates, and I had to do a double take. I was like, what what? Yeah, and then I remember so, there was also so, an Ultimates book going on. Yeah, do you guys know what this is all referenced to? I it's uh, all. the Ewing book. This right? is the Ewing Ultimates. Book. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great book. Yeah. Yeah. After Mal- Civil War II, this character is in jail. In the Mal- Malcolm actually uh, got me to pick that book up, and I have not regretted it once. It is one of the best Marvel books. Uh, they have it all in a. Wait. Wait. Wait, it's right here. Show it off. Show it off. It's I have right the same here. trade. Giant Ultimate Collection that has Ultimates and Ultimates 2. So good. Oh, wow. Perfect. And that team is elite. The team is fantastic. Uh, it has the best version of Galactus in it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Of all time. Okay. Of all yeah, time. by Al Ewing. Uh, art by Kenneth Rockefort, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. And then Travel anyway. Foreman does Ultimates 2. Yeah, so good cool that's really so this hooded figure shows up wanting to strike a bargain and asks what this uh this person who is imprisoned would want and he says i want a tribute the hooded figure says in what sort of tribute does thanos desire thanos grins and he says i believe i know just the thing so thanos has entered the board he is on the table and it brings mm. us to chapter three, The Sin Unpardonable. I love this cover, too. That is great, right? All these covers are great. So good. Even the variants are yeah. really cool in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we cut back to present day. Uh, Thor's still imprisoned. He's got his hobo beard. And mm. he is just every day breaking out, fighting uh, people on his way to the hammer, gets pinned down, tased, and brought back to his cell every single day for three months. At a certain point, he is brought back to his cell and given just an obnoxious amount of chains. And he (laughs) hears next to him 
a voice say, Hey, Boybeard, do a favor. Let me eat some of your fingers. Come on, don't be stupid jerk bastard. All you do is lose it fighting. Don't need fingers for that. Stick a few through the bars. Whoever you are, you can go to hell. What that? What if I could? Hell's got problems, same as any place. But it's still home. And we get the reveal of Thori. Thori! Now, Malcolm, can you give us a little rundown on Thori? Thori is uh, 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 a hellhound uh, from the Journey into Mystery run. Love uh, it. The, the Gillen Journey into Mystery run with Kid Loki. Um, Thori's awesome. Kid Loki named him Thori. Uh, which is fun. Uh, Thori's just a sweet little hellhound. He was a pup, and now he's full grown, which is cool. And he um, wants to murder people and eat people's faces. He wants to murder. Yeah. He's just a sweet boy who likes murder. I just Who's love killing. And becomes a great sidekick. Absolutely, he does. This is not the last time we'll see Thori, which is great. That's cool. Uh, we see that, thankfully, uh, Tooth Nasher survived the nuke that brought them to the collector's collection, which is really good. Um, he is also chained up. However, Thor gets incredibly angry, breaks out once again, busts through his bindings, and he's met by Beta Ray Bill, who has also escaped his cell. He's like, "Let's go get you your hammer, my guy." Yeah, let's whip, dog. However, Thor has been infected. Not by anything from the outside, but by his own battle rage. He has been tortured for months, kept just out of reach of the one thing that he believes will make him worthy, and presented right in front of him is someone who is worthy, who does wield a hammer, a hammer that's a hell of a lot closer than the hammer he's been trying to reach. So he attacks Beta Ray Bill. Meanwhile, uh, arriving onto the collector's ship is the Black Order. Specifically, we've got Proxima Midnight and the Black Swan. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Love me some Black Swan. Love me some Black Swan. Uh, Love me some Proxima Midnight from the comics. Same. Mm -hmm. They are accompanied by the hooded figure who has not not revealed themselves just yet. Uh, Thor in his inner monologue even says like, yeah, I got a, I got warrior madness. This fucking sucks. I don't want to hurt my friend, but I need me that hammer. Berserker rage. And and he's able to, uh, dispatch beta Ray bill who drops his hammer for just a moment. Thor reaches out for it and is stopped by Proxima midnight. The uh, hooded figure, uh knows thor they say you know the prince of asgard i cannot let him see me like this mm-hmm. did you guys have any idea the first time you were reading this who this might have been i thought yeah. it was enchantress so did i uh i thought it was gore. From that line i totally but, thought it was the gore actually oh that would have been interesting that's that's what i kept thinking it was just like oh this is is this Gore coming back? Are we having Gore come back for a split second to just like taunt him enough? And then he like, and then he's like Dr. Claw at the end. It's just like, next time. Next time. <laughs> you know, just like leaves, you know? Yeah. 
And so uh, Beta Ray Bill is able to pick up his hammer, uses it to uh, join in the battle. However, the hooded figure says that this isn't the hammer we're looking for. These are not the droids we're looking for. And they <laughs> escape further uh, into the collector oh, ship. Yeah. It's way funnier for that character to have an Alec Guinness voice. <laughs> this is not the hammer we're looking for. I followed the wrong trail. Hello there. The, the collector ship. A hive of scum and villainy unlike any of which we've ever seen. Uh, so, meanwhile, back at Ultimate Mjolnir, it's starting to light up again. It's sensing that there is someone near. And as the Black Order descends upon the hammer, they come into conflict with the Collector, and they start a whole big old battle. Uh Um, Meanwhile, Thor is doing what anyone does after they are able to pull themselves out of the rut after a bad breakup, giving himself a makeover. Because this is the time to be doing that, you selfish dick. (laughs) You know what? He's not the Thor of expediency. He's not the god of expediency, okay? God, what an asshole. (laughs) He's like, I need a haircut. You go get my goat. I'll be back. He's like, guys, I got to pee. And then they go and see him, and he's got a new haircut. He's like, I thought you were just going to pee. (laughs) Yeah, well, I need to get a shirt and... The shirt was really, you know, pulling on the hairs that I had. So I figured, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll cut my hair too. <laughs> and then I got the wrong size shirt. So I had to like go the back to the store <laughs> and switch it for I didn't a large. Like that color, you know, yeah, exactly. We were wondering, you've been in the bathroom for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long has this been? <laughs> and so we see the unworthy Thor finally step into the spotlight and this is my favorite thor odinson look it's my favorite skin that i have in avengers for him same so far same. so far that's pretty good so far i'm gonna so, buy that uh infinity war one i'm gonna buy that infin- i mean both the infinity war ones look great yeah they got the one with the eye patch yeah okay. they got the eye patch like, one too yeah i dig Sleeveless that eye patch yeah but yeah, uh, I love this look for Thor. He's got the short hair, um, the more, I think, stripped down look from what we're used to seeing on a Thor. Uh-huh. Especially next to the more like regal regalia that uh, Beta Ray Bill's sporting here. Yeah. I just really dig this this setup. So we've got Odinson, we've got Beta Ray Bill, we've got Tooth Nasher, we've got Thori. That is a crew yeah. to roll yeah. up on some elder gods and fight for a four. Yes. So chapter four, War of the Unworthy. What a title. Hell yeah. We cut to many years ago and we see our good friend Fraser Irving back Hell as yeah. Odinson is trying to lift the hammer. Uh, we also get to see a little bit of talk with Freya, which I love. I love yeah. seeing Freya. Uh, she basically tells him like, look, no hammer in all the heavens can make you a better god. Only the heart that beats in your chest can do that. And Odinson's like, I fought a dragon. I did all this stuff. I saved people. Like, yeah. I should be worthy by now. And he's like, maybe if I find a bigger dragon, the largest dragon in the <laughs> land. <laughs> and again, I have to I have to just shout from the mountaintops my love for Dude Bro Thor. 
young yeah. dumb Thor. It's yeah. like he's stupid. Oh, I fought a bunch of dragons. Maybe I just gotta find a bigger dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and she she's just oh, like, no, 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 go to bed. You have been on a rager for the last two weeks. Go to bed. Hammer's still gonna be there. It's not going anywhere. Amal, it like totally moved. I like moved it with like my pinky and it like was just about to fall over. Uh-huh. It, 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 it moved a little bit. Moved a little bit more than yesterday. Gosh, oh. I'm like close, dude. <laughs> and so in the present day, Unworthy Thor and Beta Ray Bill are ripping through the collector's forces. They're whomping uh, ass, dude. Which is great because you realize the entire thesis statement of this story was nothing's changed about Thor. He gave himself a haircut and he believed in himself. Yep, exactly. (laughs) All you need sometimes is a haircut and to believe in yourself. And you too can rip through scores of minions. Absolutely. We've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. Fresh look makes a lot of difference. Makes a lot of difference. I did that last year. Yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah. So Unworthy Thor and Beta Ray Bill are ripping through the uh ripping through the ship as the thunderstorm around Ultimate Mjolnir begins to kick up even more. Lightning, wind, clouds, like this Mjolnir is activated. It is calling, it is sending out the call. Um the uh Black Order makes their way closer, but Odinson is there, and he is about to battle for the right to lift this hammer. I have come for what is mine. Stand aside. Yes. Bleed. Like, that is the Odinson. He is back in fighting form, and we love to see it. Ready. We cut to years ago with our good friend Asad Ribic in the private quarters of Thor, and we see uh, Thor and Jane after a night of uh wrestling and let's be let's be real it's it was like a week it's like of wrestling yeah more likely yeah maybe and thor talks about like how long it took him to be able to lift the hammer and that every single morning he wakes up not knowing if he can lift it again until he does and jane basically gives him the you know, gives him the pep talk that he needs. Like, I believe in you. You're the God I always wanted to believe in. And they have this, re- they just have this really sweet moment. And you remember why they, why they've been, you know, off and on together for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we cut back to now the battle rages. Beta Ray Bill has entered the fray. Everyone is battling for the right to lift this hammer. And Thor enters into the god storm and gets close to it he's yanked away by the collector as the uh as another memory kicks up nine months ago in asgardia where we are back in the private quarters of the odinson where we see once again odinson and jane post him becoming unworthy jane is trying to console him basically being like look you don't need this basically telling him everything that these flashbacks have been telling us in this issue like yeah. the hammer doesn't make the man yeah or the hammer what doesn't is the make line the from the movie you're you're not the god of hammers exactly which is like now but 
it's hilarious, <laughs> especially considering a the hilarious new movie. thing now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not the God of hammers. He's the God of thunder. You know Exactly. And he is unable to hear her this time around. And he goes off to continue drinking back with today. Uh, the battle continues. He is able to, <laughs> at one point, um, he rides Tooth Nasher back into battle while Thori is trying to lift the Mjolnir. Thori so doesn't die, which to yeah. me means that Thori's a little bit worthy. He's a little worthy. Pretty little tight. Worthy. Pretty tight. And so he is able to uh, ride Tooth Nasher to knock uh, the collector off of his disc. And we get this great monologue, this inner monologue where he says, a whisper, that was all it took. A whisper I still can't unhear. And worse yet, cannot refute. A whisper was all it took to bring me down. To rise again, I need to be stronger than whispers. Stronger than my enemies, stronger than unworthiness. And I need one other thing. I need a hammer. And that full page spread of him finally getting to the ultimate field. Putting the hand on it. Getting the hand on it as the wind and the lightning whips up around him. Yeah. And, and then he, cutting to the unseen. And the unseen is like, yes, the unseen sees what began with a whisper now ends with thunder. And Fuck I it. was hyped as hell for this. Yeah. This was around the time that I first played Marvel Future Fight. Yep. Mobile, oh. mo- uh, mobile Marvel game, uh, and they were pushing hardcore the unworthy Thor. Uh huh. And their unworthy Thor specifically had him wielding Ultimate Mjolnir. Ultimate Mjolnir, which yes. to me was like that's where the story ends. Yes, that's he's going to get Mjolnir, and he is going to be the unworthy Thor with this new hammer, and he's going to team up with Jane. Yes. We cut to chapter five, The Whisper. Back on the moon, uh, the Unseen is heralding the coming of the new God of Thunder. And the Odinson stands there, his hand gripped on Ultimate Mjolnir, ready to lift it. And he, sa- and he hears it, screaming his name. It's calling to him. He hears yes! the thunder drumming in his ears. Do it, Odinson! Now is the time! <laughs> like... Just the best friend. Bill's just in the corner, just barely holding on. Just, yeah! Yes, bitch! Slay! Slay! (laughs) And we get the coolest double-page spread. And he says, I am Thor. I am the mighty Thor. The god of thunder. And we get classic Thor with the Avengers for the first time. We get... Uh, Walt Simonson Thor. We get the uh, Straczynski Thor. We get the Olivia Coipel design. Yeah. Olivia Coipel design. Because yeah. he had to get it in there. Yeah. It's a great design. Yeah. Then we get Thor from the God of Thunder uh, at yep. the end of that first story where he has both hammers and the all black. And he says, uh... and this, this is not my hammer. That panel sent me. I was not ready for it. Yeah. I I was absolutely flabbergasted. I at at the time I remember reading this. I still have the single issues for this. 
where I was just, I was blown away. I was like, what was this all for? Like, why did he do this? And yeah, it was, it was just the craziest thing to me. How did you guys feel when you got to this page? Um, disappointed. (laughs) Fair enough. I'm going to be real honest. I was very disappointed because I was just like, wait, you're not gonna, oh, okay. But then again, um, it, it was disappointing at first, but I, I immediately, um, immediately perked up because I was like, oh, this is him getting over the, the breakup. This is what That's, it is. Yep. That's what it is. It's this like, is when I realized in my first reading of this when I was coming out, that was when I realized, oh, this is a breakup story. Yeah. This is him about to rebound with this chick that he doesn't know very well. You know, <laughs> they go up to the bedroom and they're about to bone. And he's like, I, I can't do this. I'm actually, this isn't fair to you. This isn't fair to like, this isn't the right choice. And then leaves the hotel room. <laughs> like, yeah. that, is, yeah. that is what this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guys, love that. You guys oh. caught on to it a lot sooner than I did. Because my first read, when I first read Unworthy Thor issue five, way back in, what was it? 2016? 2017? 2017? Yeah. 2016, 2017? So, I yeah. was super bummed. And I like had to put the issue away. And it wasn't until I came back and reread it maybe like six months later that I finally understood what it was. And it was, again, like you guys said, like it's the story of him finding himself. It's more or less the, the journey of Thor in Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame is that, again, like the hammer doesn't make the man. Like he he's been worthy the whole time. Mm-hmm. He just needed to see it, right? And he doesn't need this hammer. So I I don't know. I love it. And when we cut down to the bottom of that page, that panel was like, "This is not my hammer, but it is the hammer of Thor." Like him turning over is back to look at the Black Order. His eyes lighting up. The lightning surrounding him. And he just strikes the ground, sending the Black Order, blasting off again, Team Rocket style. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Out of the ship. So good. So freaking good. Um, The collector's basically like, yeah, it's not your hammer. It's not their hammer. It's my fucking hammer. Mine. And straight up, Thor's like, Nope. He picks up the collector and just chucks him off of the platform. <laughs> the see you in hell, collector. Sick. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, he's gone, and then we get this nice little coda moment with, uh, with him and uh, Beta Ray Bill. And he's just like, they stole Asgard, we're stealing it back. And he uses the power of the ultimate Mjolnir to put old Asgard back where it belongs. Yeah, a thing that ultimate Mjolnir can do is that it can teleport like that. Yeah. That's that's a big thing. That's really cool. And again, that's why I think they pulled that ultimate Mjolnir design for Stormbreaker in the MCU. Yeah. Because it can do what yeah. that does yeah okay i just wish that they didn't call it stormbreaker mm-hmm. yeah, really cool if they just called it yarn bjorn mm-hmm. cool if they just called it yarn bjorn <laughs> so we we get this moment with the collector where he's just like okay bring me something unique and beautiful so i can watch it die and his guard <laughs> is just like there's nothing left like all the 
all the prisoners are gone most of your staff is dead i'm the only one left he's like oh okay and so he just chokes out his guard i i love that moment that is an unbelievable villain moment yes in that a is, series of that, unbelievable villain moments that is so good just <laughs> him, like looking like he's about to cry his eyes are so red and they're teary and he looks at the guy's like you're the last like, that you'll do and just strangles him to death. <sighs> it's incredible so good magnificent magnificent magnificent, <laughs> magnificent. <laughs> and so we cut to the black quadrant Thanos has escaped his imprisonment. That was quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was yeah. like, have you been out this whole time? Why didn't you go to the collector's ship? Seriously. Because Thanos doesn't do anything his goddamn self. That's true. Yeah. He's a bum. <laughs> and so everybody show Team Rocket shows up to uh to Giovanni and they're just like, look, we didn't get the Pikachu. I'm sorry. Sorry, Papa. <laughs> and he uh he goes to he goes to choke out the hooded figure. Um, everyone is like, this is bullshit. I don't like this. Uh, the hooded figure beats the shit out of Proxima Midnight and Black Swan, possibly killing them. Yeah. And Thanos is like, oh, you know, are you hoping to challenge me? Like, what's this? And she's like, no, just, just proving a point. And this hooded figure is revealed to be Hela. Oh, my God. And she says... I'm Hela, Queen of Niflheim, Mistress of the Damned, and the Dear Departed. Help me retake my kingdom, Thanos of Titan, and I can promise you what you desire more than all else in the heavens. More than hammers or gems, more than conquest or glory. Thanos and what is that? She whispers in his ear, death. And then they fuck, dude. <laughs> dude, they fuck so hard. And then they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, it's something that, like, as a comics reader, is so obvious. Yep. And I'm shocked that they'd never done it before. Yeah. yeah. It makes complete sense. It makes yeah. all the sense of the world. I absolutely loved it. It was so cool. We cut back to old Asgard, back where it belongs. Thor and uh, Beta Ray Bill have this, uh, have this last moment where we get the big reveal. This is it. Beta Ray Bill says, could you have picked it up if you'd tried? Do you believe in your worthiness again? And Thor says, no god is worthy. And he says, uh, Fury, when he whispered to me, the whisper that left me unworthy, all he said was, Gore was right. He says, he was right about everything. Gods are vain and vengeful creatures. Always have been. The mortals who've worshipped us for centuries would all be better off without us we gods do not deserve their love no matter how much we fight to fool ourselves we are all unworthy and that's the big thing jacob what did you think going into that because did you have any idea what the whisper would have been um uh, i did when we when um when they first started teasing gore um like he, the the dream sequence of like gore popping up i was just yeah. like Oh, he's still world. haunted by gore after all this time. And um, and then when we were getting closer and closer to this this idea of the whisper, I was like, does it have to do with gore? It was what 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 was it about gore then that, that that he said? And it's like, oh, 
this part and when it get to when we got to this when i got to this part it was just like oh okay yeah yeah god damn it we had to wait so long to get to this point like um <laughs> that- think about it you had to wait a few weeks <laughs> i know but we had to wait years, years. <laughs> yeah i know that's what i mean you guys had to wait years for this shit and like three years and let me tell you jacob when this came out there was a bunch of backlash there was oh, a bunch of backlash oh really everyone was real upset oh, yeah wow. everyone was real butthurt about it that's uh, funny. I it, still think it whips. Like it, it's a great choice. No, I, I, I think I it's great. It drives. It's, it drives. It's, it really this, does drive. It's this thing where it's like it's so simple, and it calls back to the entire run so far. Mm-hmm. Because just as you know, just as we've learned in the story, yes, Thor is unworthy, but that doesn't make him less than. And the idea that we're all unworthy is the, or at least the gods, like we're all unworthy is the central, um, is the central conceit that allows Jane Foster to be Thor. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I, I liked it immediately. It was the one thing, because again, I was like super disappointed that he didn't pick up the hammer, but I was like, yeah, I get it. I get it. And it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was a strange I think the wording of it is strange. And I think that's what trips so many people up. Just Gore was right. Like that tripped up a lot of people when they first read this, but I think the intent behind it rings true. Yeah. It's awesome. It's really good. I, I, I really liked it. I like the idea that, um, that um, this, this dreadedness paranoia inside of him has been driven because of this moment because of gore basically i i I think that's really cool and also just that panel lay that whole page layout of just this sneering gore yeah like with his cape like showing the cosmos behind them Mm -hmm. yeah very cool very very cool um and so basically again beta ray bill tells him the same thing that all of the flashbacks in the last issue told us like the gods may not be worthy but you're no mere god like you're Thor, you'll always be Thor. And so the two of them decide, you know what? We're gonna go drink. We're gonna go be merry. We we are going to find our own worthiness. That's when Dropkick Murphys kicks in. It's like, so let's raise our glass to better days. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the big victory ending. Yeah, and he says. Uh, <laughs> And so no hammers were lifted this day, but many foes were smited and much meat was consumed. And old Asgard received a new spark of life, while I gained a most interesting new K9 companion. And we see that Thori has arrived on new Asgard with all these, this menagerie of uh, different creatures. This tastes better than murder. (laughs) (laughs) He says, "Though, though this isn't, though it isn't the end, is it? For this thing of Uru and Thunder, and certainly not for me. I'm the Odinson, the Prince of Asgard, the unworthy Thor. And while I may not be all that I once was, you may test me at your Odin damned peril. I will be here waiting. He's found his self-worth, and he is going to take that with him into the rest of this Jason Aaron run. Uh And then we get the epilogue. Days later, Ultimate Mjolnir still in its place. Someone arrives saying, I heard your call. 
and I've come, even though I don't know why one such as I could possibly be chosen to. The things I've seen in these realms so consumed with blood and fire, the horrors, they've changed me. They, Someone must stop them. There are other Thors, I know, more worthy than I could ever be. But right now the realms need a new kind of Thor, a much different breed of Thor, one who understands what's... Yes, you see it too, don't you? Now is the time for the war Thor. And this individual picks up the hammer and lightning strikes. I am so excited for us to get to the war Thor. Jacob, do you have... Now, this... This does give a little bit of a, li- a little bit of uh, context here, just as far as the speech patterns and stuff. Do you have any idea who the War Thor would be? No, just clue. off the top of your head. Just off the top of your head. No, no clue. clue. Awesome. Okay. I love it. Okay, I love it. It really could be. Um... There's a lot of choices. Yeah, even even the speech, the way he's like, because it's specifically Asgardian. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it is well, Asgardian not, because of the the text of the, the font too much of the text. Way. Yeah, don't get it, too much away. That's no. I, I I mean they do it with the with the writing. Like that's that's you're the right, thing. You're right. It's that's that's the only thing. But yeah, wait, I'm I'm wait a minute. I'm very excited. I'm I, very wait, excited for you to eventually I think I just get thought, to the War Thor. I just figured it out. Is it Boulder? Boulder the Brave. We'll see. We'll see. Mm, I guess we'll see. We'll oh see. We'll God. find out. Mm, I guess we'll find shit. out. Yeah, Soon? I'm I'm very excited for us to get to the War Thor. We've got a little bit of time before we get there, but that does it for the Unworthy Thor. Uh, gentlemen, last thoughts on the Unworthy Thor and what was your favorite part? I'm going to go to Malcolm first. I love this volume. It's fantastic. Uh, I think it just it plays out like a really good movie, to be honest. Um, yeah. Because it's short and simple and sweet. It, it plays out like a really good movie. Uh, favorite part is gotta be the the reveal of the whisper at the end. I think this last issue has such a beautiful poetry to it. Um, just you know, it's starting off at it the rhymes. highest of highs of emotional. It rhymes uh, at the highest of highs of emotional height. You know, for Thor to finally finally have the hammer and then realize this isn't the path that he's supposed to take, and you know him now accepting what was whispered in his ear. It's not this that he was told it, but now he's accepted it. He's accepted that as, as you know, a, a place of, you know, existing. That's just how it is. Uh, and I, that's going to make him a better God from here on out, which is awesome. Um, I, I think this last issue just, it, it drives. It drives so hard. Hell yeah. Jacob? Uh, this was... This was a lot of fun. This was uh, this was a. It's a, not only is it like a really great quick read. I thought the mystery in this was a lot better than the Mighty Thor trying to figure out like who like the Mighty Thor was. You know, just because like I, I I had no clue we were gonna get the reveal of the whisper at the end. That was actually really cool. Uh, um, the just to emphasize what we talked about before, just like this was really this issue reminded me so much of like. What to do after a breakup? This this is very this is a perfect uh, representation of like how somebody feels after getting through a breakup. 
uh, and it very much reminded me of the Doctor Who uh, episode, Heaven Sent, the, the way that deals with grief of, a, ah. of the loss of a friend, ah. um, which Good is, pull. yes, it's one of my, it's, it's, it's my favorite episode of Doctor Who, and this definitely was one of my favorite, this is like one of my favorite Thor stories that I've read. Um, it was great to see my favorite Thor, Beta Ray Bill, who is, I'm going to say, is my favorite part of this entire thing, because hey. he just... Just because that ending of that first issue just drew, made my jaw dropped because of like how how good of a friend Beta Ray is and like He's what happens later. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, what happens later really kind of pisses me off a little bit. Yes. Like, In that context. Yeah. Yeah. That like it's good to have this context too. Um, also, listeners, like this is this this may this this volume kind of feels like a little bit of like a like a filler thing in the sense of like. You really have to know where this story is placed. Um, just don't just pick it up and like get into it. Like definitely do the research and like check out the other the story that leads up to this. That's what I do recommend because a lot of this is like like Thanos being thrown in here. Like what was the point of that? <laughs> like it's very I, in the middle of the Marvel universe. Yeah. Like it was like him. It was like him popping up in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it's just like get me the stones. Okay. I'll get you the stones. Okay. Bye. See you in three movies. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, all in all this, this, this book drives, this book drives really fast and hard. So get it. <laughs> For sure. Agree with both you guys. This was a part that I had been waiting to get back to. I love this book. It was actually the first, um, it was the first part of the Jason Aaron Thor run that I actually like got in a collected edition um because i love this story because it's not i've i've appreciated it more over time i loved it immediately because i love un, or, uh, that ultimate thor i love the look of that hammer and i love this new unworthy thor look that he has but the story of like get, getting over that breakup of being able to find worthiness in yourself of not needing you, you know not needing to be defined by what you have uh defined yourself by for your entire life before that like it was a very uh it, it meant a lot to me as as somebody who has struggled with stuff like that and it's a story that i think is universal and it's a story that you can find and you can just hand i mean you'd obviously have to give a lot of context but like you could hand to people who are like new to thor and be like this is what he's about like as a character it's a great character piece on him. Um, the art is gorgeous. Mm. Absolutely stunning. Poipel is doing some of the best work that he's done with Thor in this book. Oh, Love yeah. Beta Ray Bill. Love the inclusion of the Collector. Uh, my favorite part is that moment that I did not like the first time I read it. Him saying, this isn't my hammer. It, it's powerful. It's him taking ownership of himself. Yes. It's the entire thesis of this story. Um, I love it. Love it to death. So yeah, I absolutely love this volume. I'm glad that you guys did too. Jacob, how are you feeling so far about your, uh, your first time through this Thor Jason Aaron run? Yeah. I love it. This is, this is <laughs> fucking fantastic. Like yeah. the, this is already vastly becoming my favorite Thor run I've ever read. Um, because of just like, uh, I, I love, I love the groundedness of Jane Foster being our mighty Thor. I love how, Thor, I like Deep Power Thor. This is a Deep Power Thor that I uh, that I've been waiting to have. 
that that isn't just like oh he doesn't have his hammer so what is he going to do um this is like no he is indefinitely has no hammer and he what is he going to do um i'm ready to see how this escalates to what it's what's going to plus they keep mentioning this war that's coming and everything like that this is very i could see i could see a lot of game of thrones influence to this like to this like uh uh uh, to this run to this this particular like except that there's a plan right yes yeah agree there's there's lots of plates spinning which is cool because this as this story is happening there's other stories happening in the background yeah i i really love the 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 world the open worldness of this of this run has been going because it's just not just thor and jane foster going through all of this it's like it's it's the dagger corporation being incorporated with malekith it's the it's also the gods dealing with odin being back it's it's all of this and 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 thor being unworthy and finding his own journey on, on top of this there's a lot going on in this and it's really cool and great to keep your interest going for a good while like that i can't yeah i haven't been this in like involved in a comic book in a long time so i'm really happy about this this may good. be my favorite i'm glad yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah this is this is my favorite thor run um it's like it's this and then the the simonson runs like right below it ooh, um, ooh, ooh, ooh. it's it's tough but i i love this run it's so good yeah. um but that is going to do it for this week. Uh, no mailbag so far, so far for this week. So if you are interested, send Aww. in your emails uh, to geeksplain at gmail.com. Put terrific mailbag or ultimate mailbag in the subject header, and we will read your email here. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for where we go next because it's about to get fucking wild we are heading back to the saga of jane foster the mighty thor with the mighty four volume three the asgard shiar war this is going to be issues 13 through 19 and the synopsis goes like this as the war of the realms rages on the only way to defeat malekith is with a united front and it's up to thor to bring the many races together now heroes from across the ten worlds including lady sif and angela unite under thor's command to form a new league of realms with the sole mission of bringing this conflict to an end and their first mission is to infiltrate dark elf occupied territory but when the war spreads to every branch of the world tree the league's road to peace is fraught with challenges they hadn't anticipated to stand against the heroic allies, Malekith forms a wicked union of his own, calling on Loki and the all-new Curse to take down <gasps> Thor and her brand of heroes. Yes, so <laughs> on top of all this, as you can tell from the title, Asgard's going to war with the Shi'ar. I'm really surprised that that's all that the description is, because that description only describes like the first couple issues. Yeah, it's oh, kind of wild. Uh, it doesn't get into anything about the Asgard-Shi'ar war. Which, which I'm so excited about. It's the best part. This entire run. It's it's so wild. It and is oh a perfect story. It it's it's incredible. It is a it's something that I could see them doing in the films later. It's uh, once we've introduced certain players. Yeah, apparently it wouldn't be appropriate. Back, back to our D and D campaign. Is that what this is? That that's what that. All We're sounds. back to our D and D campaign, but Why? this is the sequel. This is campaign two. Oh God, that's that. That's Where great. we go into space. <laughs> uh, I am very excited. So the best thing about reading all of this in one condensed time 
is seeing all the things that tie together. Yeah. And there yeah. are things that in reading this for the first time, I didn't make connections to because it had been a while since I had read stuff before. Yeah. Uh, this next volume has a couple of those things where it will really benefit from having read it all at like one time. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I cannot wait to get to that next week. As we said before, uh, mighty Thor issues 13 through 19 again, two weeks in a row, we're giving you a little bit of a lighter week before we start diving headfirst into a bunch of stuff again. Yeah. So, uh, war enjoy that war is coming. Uh, war is here as of next week. It's just a war different war, a, lit, a, a, a somewhat smaller war. War um, of the Djiboutis. What issues was this again? This so issues like... 13 through 19, the yeah. Asgard Shi'ar War. Uh, it's actually usually collected in volume three of the Mighty Thor. Yeah, gotcha. So uh, read that. Next week, we'll see you right back here. Be there or be squared, not a circle. But for now, for the Geek Explained Book Club and for the Days of Thunder, I've been Eric Azana. I'm Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I'm Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time. And everyone, go find your own worthiness. Don't be defined by the hammers that you want to have in your life. Everyone is worthy of something. Love is a setting sun, is a smoking gun, is a four-letter word, I hope it hurts. Love is a fatal flaw, is a broken jaw.
right, should we talk about some Thor? Oh, I guess. Yeah. Talk about some fucking amazing Thor. Thor. I fucking love this volume. Some, an more yeah, fuck. It whips. It, it fucking whips. honks is what it does. It Slaps? I don't know what these phrases yeah. are. You're yeah. getting it. You're getting it, Grandpa. Don't get okay. Them. All right. This it is drives. This drives. <laughs> drives sure. hard. Sure, yeah, it drives. All right. Yeah, let's do drives. Drives is good. <laughs> That's what it is now. This drives. Yeah. This drives. This drives this put, my car. This puts the keys in the ignition and it drives. Oh all yeah, night. it just drives. Yeah. It drives. In neutral. The whole. We're gonna time. make this a thing. Yeah. We're gonna make it a yeah. thing now. Yeah. No, it yeah, fucking yeah. drives, dude. It drives. It drives neutral <laughs> all the way. It doesn't even have to put the gas on. You know? Yeah, no, no. It's for it. Yeah. It's automatic. It's systematic. It's hydromatic. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking grease lightning. No, all right. So <laughs> 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 Jesus. 